Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this afternoon, Ed Montana. Alongside me today, virtually, of course. Well, not of course, because we've been doing them side by side. But today, the weather's crappy. We didn't want to. We didn't want to do it together, so we decided to do it virtually. My brother Alex. Alex, how you doing? What's up, my brother? How's it going, man? It's going, man. It it, it has been a crap day here today. It's been raining and thunderstorming all day. It's messing with our connection. God only knows what this podcast is going to look like. It doesn't matter. It's going to it's going to be a great podcast. And uh this weather, uh look, you can blame me if you want, but uh I refuse to come out today. It's it's look, I have no job. I have no time, no certain time that I ha- I need to get up, right? I have no curfew at night, so I go to sleep late. I wake up at whatever time, drink coffee all day long. I'm like, whatever. It sounds like you're living the dream. Yeah, sort of. If I was, if I had money <laughs> and I could do this at home, that'd be great. If I had tons of money, you know, kind of like baseball players and owners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Baseball players and uh, what exactly is a baseball player and an owner? Uh, two group of people that you know go back and forth about games and compromise. Uh, you know. I mean, they've they've got it down to ten games. They're arguing about ten games. Remember the first proposal was like 120 games and the other other side came back with 80 and it was a 40 game spread, which, you know, over 162 games, that's 25%, right? That's a lot. We're talking about 10 freaking games now. They still can't can't come to an agreement. It's ridiculous. Hey man, those, those 10 games can make or break you, bro. Well, you know, it could make or break, you know, it could make or break a lot of teams because, Let's face it, with such a short season, everybody's going to be in the playoff hunt. No one's going That's to get right. eliminated. That's right. Those 10 games are important. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally want less games because I think the Mets have a better chance over a shorter season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are the, you know, the Mets are the, uh, the uh, champions of April of hot starts. Hey, remember, remember like – three or four uh, weeks ago when we were talking about baseball starting on July 4th. Remember yes. that? And here we are now. It's the 22nd. July 4th is 12 days away, and there is about 0% chance that they're going to start on, uh, on July 4th. And quite frankly, I'm to the point where I don't think they're going to start at all. Uh, if I had to bet a significant amount of money to me, I would bet that we don't have baseball this year because now you've got, you've got, you know, some spring training facilities had some cases pop up. And on top of that, the country as a whole is experiencing kind of a, a second wave of COVID because as states are opening up, people are like, it's over. Let's all go hang out at the bar together. Let's all go breathe on each other. Let's all, you know, everyone's out there having a good old time licking each other's faces. And this thing is still around. So they're not wearing masks. They're not socially distancing. It's it's a shit show. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's, it's really a shame. But I, I think everything that's happening, 
this is like the perfect storm, bro, between the protesting, the virus, uh, just <laughs> everything that has happened this year is like the perfect storm of just not good stuff. Everything's just yeah. gone to shit. Remember back in February? No, back, it was at the end of January that Kobe Bryant died. That feels like five years ago. I mean, I yeah. know it doesn't to his family, but it, it that feels like an eternity to me compared to what's been going on. It's like, I mean, we've had just all this COVID stuff, the shutdown, the protests, the killings. I mean, it's just been, quite frankly, I'm ready for it to be 2021. Remember when we were doing our uh, spread challenge with Jay? We're doing the college basketball against the spread. Yeah. No, I don't I mean, remember that. Yeah, I know that was a long time ago. But that was March, and that feels like it was a real long time ago to me. It was the very beginning of March, right? We were talking about what right. – in fact, we were debating how we would continue the challenge going into the tournament, which, of That's course, is right. not happening. That's right. Yeah. It's crazy. So, pretty amazing. It's been absolutely, absolutely crazy. Hey, yesterday was Father's Day. Did you do anything good for Father's Day? Oh, yeah. I went. Oh, you should see all the places that I went to, man. I mean, went to eat at every restaurant. <laughs> went to the swimming pool where it was packed with hundreds of people. Nah, man, I didn't, I didn't do anything. Um, uh, you know, my wife fixed me up some, some good breakfast in the morning before she had to head off to work and uh you know i just uh, pretty much spend time with my two kids and and uh my my daughter who's in the navy sent me a, a fruit basket filled with fruits and strawberry uh chocolate covered strawberries so i i kind of i'm almost done with the basket and i promised that i wouldn't share and i i haven't shared not one fruit <laughs> with anyone <laughs> but i mean besides that bro i did absolutely zero that's that's good that's but it still sounds like you had a good day i did i really did that's, that's all that matters i had a oh. great day oh well, go ahead go ahead actually uh my daughter she watches these uh she watches these people eat these hot noodle ramen noodles uh -huh. and so she wanted to do a challenge and so i participated kind of sort of and in, in like eating this hot volcano uh flavored ramen noodles yeah you must yeah. not have, you must not have lasted long i'm not a i mean i, I like spicy food but I, I i like to enjoy the food that i'm eating so I, it can't be too spicy the moment yeah. i feel like you know it's gonna take me straight to the bathroom i probably shouldn't be eating it so but that was pretty cool to do with her well, that's good. That's good. That sounds like fun. I had a great day. Uh, my son had a baseball tournament. And, you know, on Sundays, that's where you kind of win or lose a tournament, right? So it's a bracket style, and you play until you lose. And his first game is at 10 o'clock. And in my house, typically what we do is we do breakfast, right? Everybody makes breakfast for the guest of honor, whoever that is, right? On Father's Day, it's me. On Mother's Day, it's my wife. On a, on a kid birthday, it's a kid, whatever, right? So my family was not to be deterred. My family made bacon and picked up bagels and fruit 
and took it out to the baseball fields. We had a little picnic while my son was playing. He didn't get much of the food, but yeah, so sad for him, right? It wasn't his day anyway, so nice. deal with it. Um, so that was deal. And then the, and I probably shouldn't say this real loud, right? Because I did get some presents. The best part of the day was my wife and my daughter went and picked up a bunch of desserts. So like, you know, like single serving desserts, they picked up a tiramisu, carrot cake, uh, a limoncello, some cherry cheese Danish, and, you know, brought it all back and we're going to have dessert after dinner, right? Because they know I'm a sweets guy, right? So when I find out that we've got all all this dessert, I immediately lean over to my partner, right? My partner in crime, which is my son. Cause he's, he's got as big of an appetite as I do. I go, Hey buddy, which one of those desserts do you want? <laughs> and he goes, I think I want the, I think I want the Danish. I go, yeah, I think I want the tiramisu. What do you say? We go, we split it up. You know, you give me half of your right. Danish, give you half of my tiramisu. And then, uh, and then my daughter came home from work and, uh, and she goes, Oh, we got dessert. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, what do we have? And so we tell her, and she's like, man, I like all of those. And I'm like, Hey, come here. How about, which one do you want? She goes, well, I want the carrot cake. I was like, well, how about you give me a third of your carrot cake? I'll give you a third of my tiramisu, and hopefully we can get Eric in the series. So we ended up, I ended up eating a little bit of everything. By the time it was all over, the rest of my family was laying there like, oh, my God, I'm in a coma. And I was like, you know, I was bouncing off the walls. I was like, this is great. (laughs) Can we get more? Can we have a cup of coffee, too? It was fantastic. So I ate. More sweets last night than I probably should have. Well, that sounds like a good Father's Day for you. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, the only um, the only thing I was missing yesterday, as much as I love to barbecue, I did not barbecue yesterday. And I'm like, I, I thought about it like like around 1 or 2 o'clock. I'm like, you know, one of the things that I barbecue, and I was like, I I, I for some reason, I just, I didn't think to. And I'm like, fuck, it's too late to take out some uh, some steaks now. So I was like, oh, well, next time. Now, I will share with everyone but, that you are becoming quite the Texan because you smoked a brisket this last week. That was fucking good, bro. If I didn't know yeah, any that better. Was, uh, that was my first ever brisket. If I didn't know any better, I think you had a cowboy hat and a Big old thing of chewing tobacco in your mouth because that was fucking awesome. You brought me some over and it was delicious. Yeah, I actually delivered it to you the same way I delivered it to uh, mom and dad and Uncle Carlos. Nice. So I knocked on your door. I left it right there, ran to my car, and I was out. Yeah, no, that was a pleasant surprise. I, I had no idea that you were doing that. I hadn't... I hadn't seen anything on Twitter or anything. I mean, I saw you posted. I saw some of your posts afterwards, but man, that brisket was good, delicious. I was like, my good, look at my, look at my brother becoming a true blue Texan. Yeah, man. I love to eat good, man. Gotta eat good. Hey, I did the same thing today. I, I gave, uh, I gave the whole, the old chopped cheese sandwich a world today and it came out fantastic. That looked pretty good. Yeah, you know, my son and I, we like I can to make a chopped cheese too. We may have to, you know, have a little head to head. Yeah, I'm down for that. I'll teach that thing or two. 
Hey, so are you going for the uh, Clark, Clint, Clark Kent look? Oh Your yeah, hair's my all hair. wet. You just need the you just need like the S curl right here. Yeah, well, I, I I do that if I'm you know if I'm going to save the world, I might go do that. No, you know like so someone made the comment to me a couple of days ago because you know it's hotter than hell here. So I go out and run. I get all sweaty. Someone made the comment to me. I don't know today or yesterday. I don't, I don't remember when. Made the comment to me. Said your hair looks darker when it's wet. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm gonna walk around with a freaking spray bottle. Yeah. All the time, bro. <laughs> Some activator. Some activator juice. There you go. There you go. Yeah, because I mean, look, it. Uh, I got a ton of gray, so anything I can do to make it look darker without, you know, a straight up dye job, I think I gotta give it a I think I gotta give it a shot. Need to spray that on your uh facial hair there on your beard. Yeah, no joke, huh? I'm back to not shaving a whole lot because I'm not going to the office. That's I'm right. not going back anytime soon either. Like I have weekly conference calls with my boss and staff and whatnot. They're not even, they're not even talking about, like, it's not even a topic of conversation. So I'm going to keep plugging away at home and shaving once a month and, but I am going to keep my hair wet so it looks darker, or at least for the podcast, right? That's right. For the millions and millions of fans out there. It's called, uh, so what do you think about this whole, uh. Bubba Watson, I mean, Bubba Wallace. Bubba Watson's a golfer, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I wasn't wasn't wrong. Uh, The the Bubba Watson, he had a pretty funny incident over the weekend, but I'll let you go. We'll we'll talk about Bubba Watson in a minute. Yeah, so, like, what what, what do you think about this whole Bubba Wallace deal? You know, they raced yesterday, and and the race got got, – Phone delayed, right? They're, right? they're finishing up the race today, and I guess I don't know the whole story, but I guess he's heading back to his garage, and he finds a noose hanging yeah. from somewhere uh, in his garage. <laughs> I just, I, I guess nothing should shock us at this point. No. But I mean, what the hell is going on? And uh, did they find this person? Are there cameras around this this place? I mean, what what the hell are they gonna do? What kind of investigation are they gonna? Well, now I don't know. I haven't heard anything today as of yet in terms of an investigation. But there is an investigation going on. Um, NASCAR has actually contacted police in uh, in Talladega, in Alabama, to conduct an investigation and see what's going on. Look. Uh, this just goes to show that uh, for all of the uh, for all of the protests and for all the people that think the, the protests are meaningless or whatever, we we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do as a country. Uh, we 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 have apparently we have more hatred than even I thought we had, and we need to weed those people out. Look. It, the NASCAR thing really bothers me because there's no fans. It was, they found it in a garage. There's no fans. So that was a, a, a driver 
It was a team member. It was a NASCAR official. It was a cleaning crew person. It was a track official. It was a, a security guard. It was someone to do with NASCAR. And so NASCAR needs to find that person and, and, and make an example of them, fire them, whatever it is that they're going to do, right? But you can't let that go by the wayside. And look, this is, for me, I, I think this is the point where we draw the line between are we anti-racism or are we anti-racist? And we need to be anti-racist. We need to get those people shine the light on them and bring them out. How do we do that? This is where white people can really, look, you know, all this shit about white people and reparations, I don't care. But this is where white people can do something. Those drivers should band together today and tomorrow and however long it takes and say, we're not driving until we find this person, until this person comes forward or until you do an investigation and figure out who it is. The drivers, white, black, Hispanic, all of them need to come together and say, we're not driving. Because look, Bubba Wallace, he's, I mean, he's on the circuit, right? He races every week. He qualifies every week. But he finishes in the 20s and 30s. He's not great. He's not going to win the championship. He's not going to be in the playoff or whatever it is that NASCAR does. None of that stuff, right? So... If, we're, if we really are wanting to stamp this stuff out, then the other drivers, the ones that are famous, the Jimmy Johnsons and the Kyle Bushes and the Denny Hamlins and, Ke and Kevin Harvick, the guys that are competing for the championship, the guys that are going to be in the playoff, the guys that really have something to lose, if they banded together with Bubba Wallace and said, we're not driving until the people responsible for this step forward so that we can deal with it accordingly or until NASCAR does their investigation and figures out who did it. It's just, we have to become anti-racist. It's not, it's not enough. It's not enough anymore for those other guys. And I feel bad that I mentioned anyone in particular, because I think all, all 39 drivers, right? There's 40 drivers in every race. The other 39 drivers, I believe all of them have an equal responsibility to say, we're not running. You know what I mean? And they should all band together to say, we will not tolerate. Not only will we not tolerate racism, we won't tolerate racists. Yeah. I think, and, uh, you know, to, to the public perception and the media percep perception, the, the, the guys that are more notable than others, those are the ones that really need to come out and speak out. Uh, you know, and I said that weeks ago with basketball, right? You need these main players to, to come out and say something because then people will listen. The media is going to listen. It's going to draw more attention. You know, it's, it's a reason why they're, you know, the higher paid athletes, drivers, whatever. It, you know, they have a, they, they, their platform is just a, a little more bigger than some other ones. But yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you know, them the whole NASCAR, all forty drivers banding together would be would speak volumes. You know, I, and, I agree. Um, I agree completely. This is really you know, unfortunate it, that uh, that it's happening. It, it's great that LeBron James said something, right? But let's face it: whether, whether we like it or not, NASCAR has an image, 
And it has a little bit of that image, right, of being racist. And so while it's great that Bubba Wallace is speaking out, and while it's great that LeBron James stands with Bubba Wallace, the people within NASCAR need to come forward. And quite frankly, you know, I, I am imploring them to not race today. I And I like NASCAR. I, w- I will watch the race today. I I, I enjoy it, but I would rather they not race today. I would rather they step forward and say, you know what? We're not doing it. We're not doing it until we find out who this is. It's not some random fan. It's not some random fan. It's someone within NASCAR. That's a problem. I don't know who mentioned it, but someone put it out there that could it be Bubble Wild planted this? I mean, he already came out and spoke. How would this, you know, if, if he did this, he, whoever did this is going to get caught sooner or later. And if it comes out to light that it was him, a really bad look for him after he, you know, came out and spoke out weeks ago regarding this whole racism, racism shit. Um, and, and I believe so. I don't. I don't think that that idea is out there, and I don't believe that that he. I don't believe that he would plant a noose in his garage. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he did it either. Um, but I'll tell you what. I do. I do believe that there is some of that out there. Um, there's a case in uh, in the Dallas area of a teacher uh, who apparently made some very derogatory posts about protesters. She immediately got fired or resigned or whatever, but she did file a report with the police that her account was hacked and someone put that out there because she didn't do it. Now, the investigation is ongoing, but, you know, I'm not saying that she did or didn't, but, man, in today's world, I wouldn't be surprised if someone did something stupid like that. It's really unfortunate that it's it's just really unfortunate well, that we have to talk about stuff like this. Yeah, yeah it really is. But the book really Wallace, is, but uh, it's but it's but at the same time, it's it's good because uh, you know it's it's gonna bring to light who is who, you know who they who they really are, their real true sentiments, and you know we we need to we the light to be shined on those people. And, and, and like you say, weed them out. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. It was the, the whole thing is just really disgusting. And, and it, it, it really bothers me that it's within NASCAR because that, that tells me that it's, it's a systemic problem within the organization and you gotta do something about it. You can't just, you can't just, it, it's no longer enough to say we ban the Confederate flag. That's not enough. You you have a problem, and you've got to deal with the issue, and, and deal with these people accordingly. Otherwise, we're yeah. never going to get anywhere. Yeah. On, on a on a lighter note, on a different on a different Bubba, did you see Bubba Watson at the golf tournament this weekend? What happened with no. him? I didn't even know they were back to playing golf. Yeah. So he hit a ball into a bunker. Right? You know what a bunker is, right? I think so. 
It's where Isn't that where like Donald Trump wants to hide? <laughs> no, it's a it's a sand trap, right? It's where you know every right. now you, you see those little things of sand. Well, his ball hit and got a little bit buried, right? I guess it was high and it kind of came down, and kind of buried itself a little bit. So you can only see about two thirds of the ball. Well, apparently right there, there was a small family of crabs, small crabs, and they were walking all over his ball. So he walks up there and he's about to hit it. He's like, no, 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 I'm not going to hit it. And, and they go, well, that's okay. You know, don't worry about it. Just as long as you don't touch, you know, they went over the rules, right? As long as you don't touch the sand behind it before your swing. And so he goes, no, no, no. He goes, you don't understand. He goes, I'm not going to play it with the crabs right there. I want you to give me an extension because in golf, they have a, a time clock, right? They've got to, they mm -hmm. get, they get penalized if they take too long between shots, you know, first it starts off with a warning and then eventually it's a stroke penalty. Right. And he's like, no, no, no. Cause you don't understand. He go, I, I, I want you to stop the clock because I've got these crabs on my ball. I can't move my ball. I can't touch my ball. And I'm, I'm not going to mess with those crabs because I don't want to, I, we got to stop the clock. I let, they'll leave eventually. And the, and the, and the guy's like, the guy's like, Oh, it's okay. Blah, blah, blah. You know, he's the, the, the official that's with him is kind of like, Oh, nobody. He's like, no, you don't understand. If I hit it, then I'm going to hit these animals. And, and then Pete is going to be after me. <laughs> so <laughs> he was all worried about, it. he's like, no, he goes, and then it's going to become a big thing. And he's like, no, just, stop the clock and 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 right. let's let these crabs go about their business and when they get away then i'll play yeah. <laughs> but you know it's it's kind of funny that it, i mean it was funny but it's kind of not right he's worried about the backlash over something that is fairly innocent and he's trying to manage right. both sides right like he doesn't want to get he doesn't want to get in trouble with the tour official and get you know, a warning or a penalty, but he doesn't want to mess with the crabs either because he doesn't want to. And I mean, really, let's say you shouldn't mess with crabs anyway. I mean, stay away from those girls, right? Yeah, you never want crabs on your balls, especially golf balls. <laughs> he, looked, he was very concerned about the crabs on his balls. Yes, I would be too. <laughs> he should backtrack and figure out where the hell they came well, I mean, and the worst part is, if I'm not mistaken, he's married, so it's not a good look for him at home. Oh, damn. His wife's going to be very he's upset. In trouble. Yeah, I mean, what do you Oh, it was, it was Father's Day. This happened yesterday, right? Yeah. Okay, well, it was Father's Day. Maybe he gets some slack. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If you get crabs and you're married, I don't think any day is going to – I don't think they're going to cut you some slack on any day. Yeah, you might as well start filling out the paperwork now. <laughs> That's right. You're in trouble. Just deal with it. That's it, man. Get ready to give up, uh, you know, 75% of your belongings. <laughs> yeah. Bank if, accounts. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Bubba Watson's a California guy, so it would be a – So he's giving up everything. And, you know, and he, he makes a shit ton of money, right? These golfers make a lot oh, of money. Yeah. Hey, speaking of making a lot of money, did you hear Dak Prescott is going to sign the $31 million tender offer? I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. 
I mean, he, he could say that now. He still has time to sign, so he doesn't have to yeah. sign today. Yeah, but why wouldn't you? You're not – look, I'm thinking about it from his perspective, right? Everything is kind of up in the air. So why not sign and get your money? You're not going to get a deal done. I mean, it's obvious right. you're not going to get a deal done, right? right. So sign for one year. It may be the last year you ever play. Who knows what's going to happen with the NFL? I would go ahead and do it now. Yeah. I would go ahead and do it now. I mean, I, th- I think there are some teams already that are refunding or something about the, the, the fans, their tickets or their PSLs for, for mm-hmm. this year. I think they're, they're, they're letting them carry them over to 2021. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if absolutely no fans at all or they're just preparing for ball this season. Worse. I, I think I don't think we're gonna have I don't think we're gonna have sports with fans this year. Maybe I mean in twenty twenty one probably, but not this year. I think this year we can you can kiss a goodbye. Yep. That's just one man's opinion. Yep. But yeah, and look, if he signs it, he looks like a good teammate. You know, I mean it it, it all kind of becomes a win win for him, other than the fact that he doesn't get a long term deal. Uh, but I mean, yeah, we'll see. Better to have thirty-one million in the pocket than a possible, you know, than the possibility of a hundred million. Yeah, and that 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 money is going to be guaranteed. I mean, you're going to get it thirty-one point four million. Yeah, and, and like yeah. I said, the way things are today, I mean, the way things are today, get that guaranteed money because you just don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what else has been going on? In sports, nothing. <laughs> well, that's because you don't watch European soccer. No. How, how is it with, the, with them pumping the noise in? Is, do you, I, have I you think noticed? Kinda, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, it doesn't bother me one way or another. But you know yeah. what? Uh, NBC is doing it so you can watch it on the app with no noise. No noise. Hmm. Yeah, which I kind of like better because I like hearing what the guys are saying to each other. Now, of course, I didn't do that when I was watching German soccer because I don't know German. But when the EPL started this past weekend, I sure did watch it with um, the English Premier League. I watched it without without the sound no- the crowd noise because – I could understand what they were saying. I thought it was great. I loved it. I loved it. Now, have any players come out and said anything regarding playing soccer with no fans? Do they like it? Do they not like it? Like, has anybody said anything? That's what I want to know. Most players, most players don't like it. Like, the comments that you hear, but they're offhanded comments. Most of the comments you hear are like this. I would rather there be fans, but I'm happy to be playing again. You know what I mean? Um, so they're just being politically correct. I don't think they're being politically correct. I think they, they, you know, ultimately they love playing. Would they rather do it with fans? Yeah, but, I mean, these guys make a lot of money. And, you know, they don't want to pass up on a lot of money, right? So 
they'd rather play with no fans than not play at all. But yeah, I think they, I, I, I they miss the fans. Yeah, I I, I want to know I want to know the truth. I don't know that that they're all gonna say the truth. I want to know it, it's got to be some kind of. I mean, you've played in front of fans for your whole life, right? 10, 15, 20 years, whatever, however long you're, you're, you've been a professional, it's got to be, it, it, it has to have some kind of effect, I think, on, on some athletes. I, I would think, I don't know. I would, like to, I would like to hear an honest opinion from someone. Well, but, but here's the thing, Alex. You have to remember the, the games, especially like think about the NFL, right? Or well, think about soccer. Soccer, they play 40 games a year, right? But they practice all year long. So let's say they practice, call it three times a week. That's 150 practices, 40 games, right? So three out of every four times they get together to do what they do. They do it behind closed doors. It's quiet, you know, practice is, there's not a whole lot of noise of practice. You know what I mean? So to a certain extent, it doesn't, yeah, it, it is different. I'm not saying it's not, but to a certain extent, they're used to it, right? Because they play, you know, a lot of times when they play together, they it's behind closed doors. You know where it's really interesting I don't know. Have you watched any boxing? No, no. So I've been watching boxing because I watch I, – I, I'm a degenerate. I'll watch any sport. I don't care. Um, so I've been watching boxing. With boxing, it's affecting the performance. And I'll tell you how. With no fans around, it feels like a sparring session. And so there's, like, not the same – I want to kill this guy type of mentality because it's kind of like, Oh, we're just, we're friends, right? In, in a sparring session, you want to get your work in, but you don't necessarily want to, you know, you don't want to hurt the guy you're sparring with because you got to spar with him again tomorrow. And so, right. but with no fans, like you notice at the end, at the end of almost every round, they touch gloves, like good job. I think the quietness has taken away a little bit of the edge in them fighting. The other thing that's interesting with no fans is, and again, more so in the combat type sports like MMA and boxing, the coaches can be heard by both fighters, right? So if I'm the coach for fighter A, if I yell something to fighter A, fighter B can hear it clearly. And, you know, it does, he doesn't have to filter the noise of the crowd. So a lot of the fighters are having to come up with code language to talk to to their fighter otherwise the opponent knows exactly what's coming which which made me think it'll be interesting in the nfl right with no noise will the defense be able to hear what's being said in the huddle and will they be able to read plays better if there's no fans for football it could be interesting yeah yeah it could they have to come up with some uh, sign language. Put up yeah. two fingers. <laughs> like baseball. It'll be like baseball, right? But then yeah. you'll have some Yahoo banging on a trash can in the stands and it'll fuck it up for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> some well, camera guy. Yeah, some camera guy. 
will all of a sudden relay all the signals. Anyway, what else you got? I'm, uh, I don't have much, bro. Time to wrap this sucker up. Wrap this puppy up. That's right. Just wrap it up. Uh, everyone out there, if you want to get a hold of us here on the Positive Sports Podcast, let us know how things are going in your town uh, in regards to COVID and the shutdown and how you're dealing with no sports or what your thoughts are on, on just about anything. You can email the show at positivesports10 at gmail.com, positivesports10 at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of Alex and see some of his uh, fantastic brisket cooking, uh, how do they do that, Alex? On Twitter at Brooklyn Gaucho One. And if y'all want to get a hold of me, you can do so on Twitter as well at eMontana21. Uh, you got a shout out this week? Um, oh, did you catch the Ken Griffey thing on, on MLB Network? No, I missed it. Was it good? good? It was, I was, ex- I, I enjoyed it just because what Ken Griffey did for the sport, uh, you know, got to play it alongside his fucking dad. How awesome was uh, that? They, you know, they went, they went back to back in, in, in Chicago playing the White Sox. They went back to back, hit the ball. The home run basically landed around the same area of each other. Amazing. Nice. I mean, how cool is that, right? So I, I thought it was going to be an hour. And then when I saw the, when the hour was about to come up, it kept going. And I'm like, oh, well, we're going to get two hours out of this. And it ended up happening. It was, it, was, it was just perfect, the length. I mean, God, really, Griffey was like, I mean, he played the game the right way, clean. Um, had an had an image. I didn't realize how much he hated the Yankees. Yeah, uh, which is awesome. Uh, I I enjoyed I enjoyed that one. It was pretty good. Not bad. I, was, I should know. have watched it. I'm 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 tired of the documentaries though. I I don't need to see any more. I just I need fucking real sports now. But that one that one was okay. It was good. I I tell you what. Thank God it was Father's Day yesterday, and you know we did dinner and dessert. Otherwise, I'd have gone stir crazy because I, I, I need me a document. Uh, I need me a documentary on a, on a Sunday night. I can't. I can't just be sitting around, you know, waiting for Monday without a good old documentary. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah, no, I'm done with them. That's it. No more. Oh no, not me. I'll watch a documentary. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm watching. I'm like, one of the the boxing that they've had on. Most of it has been from Las Vegas. The one I caught on Saturday was from Mexico, dude. They had this thing at the at the local, like at the downtown Hilton. It was tiny. The ring was tiny. Everything was tiny. There were like five people in there, and they they are they are more serious than we are because they wore masks. Right, the fighters wore masks. Right up until the bell, right up until the start of the fight. Like, you know, when they come together with the last instructions, they came to those last instructions with masks still on. They were very, they're very serious in Mexico. They're not playing around. So. Well, good for them. So, yeah, I'll watch anything. I don't care. At this point, I don't care. (laughs) All right, brother. All right, man. Well, as always, stay safe. Stay out of trouble. 
will. If you cook anything good, let me know so I can swing by. All right, will do. Because you know I'm going to be hungry. <laughs> and as always, folks, ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. Peace.